0: Welcome to The Daily Bread. I'm Rev. Joseph Lee, and today's topic is called What is Marketplace Evangelism and the Power of One? Someone recently asked me what Marketplace Evangelism was. My definition is the following, but let's talk about what Marketplace Evangelism is not. Marketplace Evangelism is not standing on the street corner and preaching to people in the street. It's not forcing Jesus Christ down people's throats. Marketplace evangelism is loving people at the job, career, or workplace by living your life in a manner that is pleasing to God. It is espousing the love of Christ so that others will see something different in you. An example of this is going to be for instance if you see a coworker or a client who has been hospitalized, and you go and visit them and pray for them. It's opening yourself up in faith, and only when you're truly led by the Holy Spirit, accept divine appointments to share your faith and how Christ Jesus has helped and changed you with those in your environment. It's living your life in a manner, striving to be Christ-like, so that others may see Jesus in you. Because you may be the only Jesus anyone will ever see. You may really be the only person that is like Christ that people may ever see. It is making a difference in people's lives, one life at a time. I know many people will not want to stand out in a crowd because of ridicule, I know this personally because I've lived it for 59 years, being afraid to share my faith because of rejection, being afraid because I did not want to offend anyone. I did not want to say the wrong thing. I know what other Christians think because I've lived a lifetime of not sharing the most wonderful gift that God has ever given me. From his son, Jesus Christ, That gift was forgiveness for all the terrible and sinful things, dark sins that I've ever committed or thought. That gift made me whole and changed my life. That gift is still changing my life every day. Do I still sin? Yes, I do. I'm human and I live in the same dark world as before, but there's one exception. I have God's forgiveness. I have the Holy Spirit dwelling and living inside of me. And I have conviction that when I sin, the Holy Spirit tells me that I need to stop and ask forgiveness from the one I've sinned against and also ask forgiveness from God. A few years back, when I finally got serious with what God had been calling me to do, my life changed dramatically. It changed in a way where my eyes were opened wide to the truth. That truth Help me to overcome my fears so that I could do the work that I was called to do right here in my own town. But God wants all Christians to get serious with what he has called us all to do. Look at what it says in Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him. But some doubted, and Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Jesus gave us something called the great commandment. According to Matthew 22, 36 through 40, it reads, Teacher, which is the great commandment and the law? And he said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. What does that mean? It means that we are to care and treat our neighbors the way we would want to be treated by doing for them when we see them in their time of need. And who is your neighbor? Our neighbor is everyone who we encounter. Our neighbors are our co-workers, managers, employees, customers, waiters, waitresses, dry cleaner employees, anyone in the marketplace, the vagrant on the corner, everyone. And when we understand that our Christian walk is not only how we live our life in a manner pleasing to God, but we are to also step out on faith and tell someone about the saving grace that rescued us from a burning hell. Then we are fulfilling the other commandment that Christ gave us. Look at Acts one eight. but you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and the end of the earth. Our Jerusalem is our own neighborhood. Our Samaria is, is our own town or city. Our Judea can be our state or our nation. These places can also be the marketplace where we live, work, and play. Don't you see that Christ and our Heavenly Father is asking us to do this? Have you ever heard of the power of one? Let me read you an excerpt from Evangelism Is, which is written by Dave Early, and David Wheeler, which I know both of these fine men. The Power of One. One Samaritan woman testified to her town, and many believed in Jesus. One man, Noah, built a boat that saved the human race. One man, Moses, stood up to Pharaoh and delivered the Hebrews from Egypt. One woman, Deborah, delivered Israel from the Canaanite. Oppression. One man, David, defeated the Philistines when he killed their champion, Goliath. One woman, Esther, had the courage to approach the king and see her nation spared from extermination. One man, Peter, preached a sermon that led 3,000 to be saved. One salesman and Sunday school teacher, Edward Kimball, led a young man named Dwight to Christ. Dwight Moody became a blazing evangelist who is said to have led one million souls to Christ in his short lifetime. Wilbur Chapman received the assurance of his salvation after talking with Moody and went on to become a noted evangelist himself. The drunken baseball player Billy Sunday was an assistant to Chapman before becoming the most famous evangelist of his day. One of the fruits of Sunday's ministry was the forming of a group of Christian businessmen in Charlotte, North Carolina. This group brought the evangelist Mordecai Ham to Charlotte in 1934. A tall, awkward youth named Billy Graham was converted during those meetings. According to his staff, as of 1993, more than 2.5 million people had stepped forward at his crusades to accept Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Millions of souls traced their spiritual lineage back to the influence of one man, a simple Sunday school teacher, Edward Kimball. Someone said, to the world you may be just one person, but to one person you may be the world. To this, we might add, to you, they may seem just like one lost soul, but to God, that may be a soul who can shake the whole world. Written by Dave Early and David Wheeler. Let me ask you this one last question. Why are you not sharing your faith? You never know. You may be the only Jesus anyone will ever see. You may be the only one... Who shares your faith and the love of Christ has given to you, you were given to the lost person who may become the one who God will use to shake this world. When I realized this, I was it was the turning point in my own life where I could no longer be the bench seat player at the World Series of our Christian faith. I could no longer sit still. I had to do something. What will you do to help spread the love and saving grace of Jesus Christ? When I think of all the time I have wasted in my life and not done what God has called me to do for so long, I grieve and become emotional. I have realized that although I have been a bench seat, been in a bench seat all of my Christian life, now the time God has given me for the remainder of my life I am to serve him and be the evangelist he has called me to be. What about you? When will you get off the bench and get into the game? Friends, let me pray for you. Father God, I pray that this podcast will reach many, Father, for your glory. I pray that if someone doesn't know you that they will come to know you as their savior. Father God, Please forgive us of our many sins. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, you've been listening to The Daily Bread. I'm Reverend Joseph Lee. And tonight's references, again, is taken from Evangelism Is, How to Share Jesus with Passion and Confidence, published by B&H Publishing Group in 1910, and written by Dave Early and David Wheeler. Until next time, take care and God bless. You have been listening to The Daily Bread, which is a publication of Marketplace Evangelism Ministries Incorporated and MarketplaceEvangelismToday.com.